Twitter handle at religion of woke, all one word. Woke up quick at about noon, just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. I gotta get drunk for the day begins before my mother starts bitching about my friends. About to go, damn near went blind, young mm, at the pad throwing up gang signs. Ran in my house and grabbed my clip with the Mac 12 on the side of my hip. He didn't really grab his clip, he grabbed his magazine. Let's talk about guns. So, pretty much any gun you got, it's going to use a uh, magazine, not a clip. But people get it confused and they call it a clip. Now a magazine, I think like the most famous one I can think of is like a AK-47. has like a curved magazine in the front. It kind of curves forward. Or if you're just watching any action movie, you know, and they got like a just a normal pistol, not a revolver. And they're like, you know, they'll be dropping them out of the gun you know it's if okay on a pistol it fits in the handle and they'll be you know they'll be pushing a button and, dr and it'll just like fall out of the gun and then they'll slam another one right back in there anyways those are magazines it's basically like a kind of a long box thing that holds a bunch of bullets has it's spring-loaded so it pushes the bullets towards the top and then the gun can use them and then there's a thing called a clip which is like I think it's mostly for old school guns, like maybe World War One and World War Two, or maybe it's for people who are so poor they can't afford a magazine. I mean, bullets are usually cheap, you know. If a bullet costs a dollar, you can kill one of your enemies. Whatever, it's a heck of a deal. So I don't know. They're, they are cheaper, but anyways, a clip is a piece of metal that just grabs the bullet at the base. So like you know, if you have a clip full of bullets sitting on your uh, table or whatever you can see the bullets like there's nothing there's nothing in the way you can just you know basically just look like all the bullets are laying there but they're held together in like a certain way with something called a clip whatever you can go to google do an image search for clip versus magazine but anyways if a rapper ever says he's got a clip i doubt it unless he's like a collector of old firearms which i doubt he is a clip is not the same thing as like a magazine or sorry like a belt-fed machine gun, but just imagine that, like a belt-fed machine gun, you can see all the bullets, but a clip is kind of like a, instead of a flexible belt, it's just like, you know, five bullets held together right there. That's a clip. What is a 12-gauge? What does gauge mean? What is 12 of them? Uh, it's just, it's a, it's a stupid thing, really, you know, it's kind of like the imperial system of measurements, where you got like an eighth of an inch, and then you get 12 of those inches, you got a foot, and you get 5,280 of those feet, you got a mile. Now, I'm not going to transition into being a woman, and I'm not going to transition into using the metric system, but still, Imperial is pretty silly and stupid. And so is gauge. So what's a 12 gauge? What that means is you get yourself one pound of lead, you divide it into 12 chunks, you make a you make it a a perfect ball shape, and now that's the diameter of the gun. After I stopped recording that last thing, I just stopped and laughed for a while because that is a ridiculous system. <laughs> Anyways, what it means is that a lower number is bigger, so that's stupid right there. Bigger numbers should be bigger. And second off, you know, a six gauge is not twice as big as a twelve. It's just, I mean. You'd almost have to go get yourself some lead and start making 
perfect spheres to even know the stuff. I mean, you know, nowadays you can look it up on the internet, but... And I guess it's because of, uh... It's from Cannonball Days. So, in Cannonball Days, they used to call them pounders. Instead of gauge, they had pounds. Pounders. So an eight-pounder would be a cannonball that's made out of iron that weighs eight pounds. So it makes no sense. Gauge is a lead ball. A pounder is a iron ball. Anyways, I guess, you know, whatever. When you're when you're out fighting a war and killing the enemy, you probably don't have time to come up with a good, you know, factors of ten thing like metric. And I think, whatever. The British generally did win those wars. Okay, maybe it's not that stupid. There you go. So here's some information from a YouTube video called Firearms Facts, the 22 Confusion by YouTuber Iraq Veteran 8888 22s are the most common ammo used in America. If you go to the store and say, give me some 22 ammo, what they're going to give you is 22 LR. LR stands for long rifle. You know, if you ever seen 22 ammo, that's it, 22 LR. And so when you shoot a bullet, what comes out the front of the gun is the bullet. The part that stays in the gun, the brass part, that's the casing, and the whole thing is called a cartridge. And 22 caliber, the word caliber means how much of an inch. So point, it's really .22 caliber, which means it's .22 of an inch wide diameter. But in this video, the guy, uh, he throws us some calipers on a standard 22 bullet, and it's actually .223. Now that may sound familiar to you, because the diameter of the bullet shot by an AR-15 is exactly .223 of an inch. So basically, an AR-15 is 22 caliber, but the bullets are not the same at all. AR-15 has a center fire cartridge, and the 22 rifle has a rim fire cartridge. You know, and either you've seen pictures or seen them and you know exactly what I'm talking about, or else you have to go look it up. But basically, there's... The cartridge is full of powder, which propels the bullet, and then there's a primer that sets off the powder. And so, the rim fire, like the 22 is different from the center fire like the AR-15. And the rim fire is called rim fire because at the base of the shell there's a the rim, there's a, there's a primer in the rim, it goes all the way around. And then on the AR it's uh it's center fire, so there's a primer that's in the center of the bullet. So guns have something called a firing pin and you know, people I think people heard of that. And that's from center fire rifles. So the firing pin is just like a, it's a little uh, pointy thing that hits the back of the bullet right in the center. You know, the center fire bullet gets hit right in the center where its primer is, which sets it off. But a rim fire bullet, like a 22, it gets hit on the edge of the base. Not the center, but the edge to set it off. And so if anyone ever told you to not dry fire a gun which means, you know, dry fire a gun means to fire it without any, without any ammunition in it. Um, it's okay to dry fire a center fire gun. It doesn't hurt the firing pin. But it can damage 
rimfire guns because for whatever reason the way the thing comes in from the side and hits it it needs to have that thing it needs to have the bullet in there to stop it otherwise you can damage the gun so in this video i mean they, they set up a line of things it's probably like 15 or 20 bullets that all look completely and utterly different and yet they're all 0.22 inches wide you know the bullet part like the shell casing may be huge or tiny or whatever but Anyways, there's just a million of them that are 0.22, or really 0.223 wide, but they look super different. One of the cool things he shows off at the beginning is called a Flowbert. I don't know where you get these suckers, but uh, if you ever heard of like a shooting gallery, like, like way back, you know, maybe in the Wild West, or I don't know when, 1900 or something, they had shooting galleries, they were inside, you know, a bar, and I guess you could get drunk as hell and shoot the shooting gallery. And the gun that you used, it used a Flobert, which is like a teeny tiny 22 LR. Like, I'm sure if you shot someone right in the eye, they'd be dead as hell. So, they had some serious shooting galleries back in the day. And I ain't seen this since I've been on this earth. But, uh, apparently, like way back in the day, you used to go to like county fairs. And they'd have like shooting ranges there that used uh, something called a 22 short. So the 22 long rifle is called that because there's a shorter version. It called a 22 short, and like that thing, people still use that. I mean, it's basically a real gun. It's just a, it's like the smallest gun you can buy in a store, pretty much. Some that shoots a 22 short. Anyways, and I guess you used to go to the county fair and whatever, win your uh, honey a prize with a with a gun that you could you could turn around and start doing a mass shooting if you really wanted to. And somehow they didn't do it back then, or maybe the media just never reported it. Hmm. Alright, so now let's talk about the 223. This is what's used in the AR-15 and all sorts of other guns nowadays. So it's the 223 Remington originally, and uh, <clears throat> they started working on it in 1957, and then they started selling it in 1963, and it was for killing varmints. And apparently today in America, you can't take your AR out and shoot like deer with it. Uh, in some states, it's not considered a big enough bullet. You know, you might just hurt the deer and not kill it in a humane manner. Even though it's, you know, the favored weapon for killing humans. But anyways, uh, so in the 70s, over in Europe, they made a version of it called the 5.56. So basically, 2.23 is inches, and then you convert that to millimeters, you got 5.56. Oh, uh, and then... In 59, they started working on the M14. That's the thing that became the AR-15 and the M16. And I guess what's good about the, whatever, the ammo in an AR is that it's a small it's a small diameter bullet, but the shell casing it goes with is real big, so it has a lot of powder, so it shoots that sucker super fast. Like, basically, the smaller the bullet, the faster it goes, or the bigger the amount of powder you got, the faster it goes. This was a real small bullet with, a, with plenty of powder. And I think they did that because um, if you want to go through armor or whatever, what you want is speed. You, like, you don't want a giant cannonball going real slow. You want a teeny little pinprick thing that will go through everything real fast. And also, if you're carrying the stuff around in the jungle, you want to have small bullets so you can carry lots of bullets because they're lighter. Like The powder doesn't weigh barely anything. It's the bullet that weighs a lot. Yeah, so anyways, that's probably enough information for now. Um, but I will say that I got to 
She had a friend's AR-15 once. We took it out on the range, and um, he spent a bunch of money on it. You know, he bought an AR-15 and spent a bunch of money on it to make it better. And he had some kind of scope on it. I forget what it was, but it was easy to use. Like a lot of scopes, you, you can't use easily. Anyways, this one was easy to use. And then he put a trigger on it that made it real... Well, I'm just going to I'm just gonna use the word easy. Put a scope on it that was easy and a trigger on it that was easy. And, you know, you might think scopes and triggers are always easy, but they're not. A lot of times they're very, very difficult. But anyways, he put these uh, things on it, and all of a sudden it was just like anywhere I wanted, anything I wanted to hit. Like, you know, there was like rocks and cans and whatever down, you know, 100 yards away or whatever. And it was just like that rock, that rock, that rock, that can, that can, rock, rock, can, can, and it just hit every single time. And so uh, I did that, and I was like, ah, I see why, you know, crazy people take this out and uh, do their mass shootings, because you just, whatever, you hit everything you're aiming at. And, you know, that's good for war. It's good for hunting. I mean, people do go hunt deer with them. That's a big, you know, that's a big argument online. Can you hunt deer with an AR? And so people go out, whatever, they get pissed off, and they go out and hunt deer with an AR specifically to show that you can. I've watched videos on YouTube, and they always, like, whatever. They want to kill that deer in the first shot and have that deer not be able to walk more than, you know, one step. Otherwise, they lose the argument. So what they really do is they go hide and, like, you know, get it, they, they hide, like, a crazy good way and make sure that the deer is only, like, 20 feet away. So whatever. It's a lot more effort to kill a deer with an AR if you want to make sure you take it down with one shot. But it can be done, and then you've won your argument. Okay, thanks. I'm not a fan of guns for self-defense. But I guess it might depend on your situation. I mean, a lot of people who, you know, in quotes, use guns for self-defense or whatever, have guns, possess guns for self-defense. It's going to be like some dad in the suburbs. He's like, I'm protecting my family. And he has a gun, you know, in his, whatever, in his nightstand. Now, I mean, you know, just... Like, you know, what are the stats? Well, maybe I'll talk about some stats, but forgetting about the stats, just seems to me, if you've got a gun in your nightstand, you know, are you frequently being robbed? No, you probably go your entire life. That house, whatever, you know, that house that you're in, probably go 50 to 100 years in between burglaries and 300, 500 years in between armed robberies, on average. But anyways, that's just my opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. So I went to Quora.com. That's a good site. Very good site. Very smart site. Uh, to try and see, like, you know, are they really good for self-defense? Anyways, I ran across a question, which is not, it's not that exact question, but their question was, do guns save more lives each year than they take? Around about take. Maybe murders. Do they save more lives? Anyways... So there's a, you know, on Quora, it's not like a right-wing site, but if you talk about guns, you will get a bunch of people who love guns and are very, very smart, giving you as many numbers as they possibly can, almost shooting you with data, you might say. But anyways, I don't know, the top five answers, I got tired of reading it, was, uh, they all say the same thing. They're like, okay, well, there's 30,000 gun deaths in America each year, two-thirds are suicides, so those don't count. Which I think that's, I think that's wrong already. I disagree with that part. Anyways, they're like, those suicides don't count, so there's 10,000 murders. And so now we're going to see. 
Do guns stop, or whatever, do guns save more than 10,000 lives per year? And so apparently there's been some studies where, and basically I think, the answer is first off, there ain't no, we don't know. No one, no one knows. But uh, there's been some sort of studies, the CDC, and uh, maybe somewhere from 300,000 to 3 million self-defense uses of guns happen in America each year. But this is self-reporting, so people say that. And then all the gun lovers on Quora, they're like, fine, okay, let's use the low number, the 300,000. Like, they're already throwing out the 3 million, which I think is probably just. But so 300,000 people say that they used a gun in self-defense in the past year. You know, and apparently this is where the gun is not used to kill anyone, maybe not even used to shoot anyone. And it's just like basically, um, whatever. They brandished the gun. They, they showed it. They showed it, I guess, to scare off the other person or something like that. And so here's, you know, here's another thing that I think the people fail to uh, notice is like, you know, you show the, you know, someone might show a gun to their, you know, someone they don't like, you show them a gun to make them run away. Now, is that self-defense? I mean, maybe you're going to get in a fist fight with them, and so you show a gun to make your enemy run away? Like, I don't know if that's really self-defense. Now, we don't know. We don't know what people think their self-defense action was, so that's the problem there. But I guess I just describe what I think most people's self-defense thing is. I don't think it's like you wake up in the middle of the night, you hear a sound, you get your uh, Glock 23 out of your nightstand... You head into the kitchen, someone just broke in through the kitchen window, you point your gun at them and they jump out the kitchen window and run away. Now, so anyways, even though I read all these stats, whatever, um, I'm still not convinced that they are a useful thing, um, but I will admit there's a, whatever, the data is not as overwhelming as you, as you might think, like, I've heard things like, you know, guns are a hundred times more likely to kill someone in the home than someone outside. And so I guess the response to that is, well, yeah, it may kill someone inside, or a gun is going to scare away a thousand robbers and you don't shoot them. So I don't know. And I bet you don't know either. Okay, uh, thanks for listening. And I will add, if you want to know more about guns, on May 23rd, I did a... Uh, podcast you know kind of diving into whether or not gun control will save lives or whatever or you don't have to listen to it the answer is we're not sure and politicians are disingenuous about everything <laughs>